A 51-year-old woman comes to the GP because of pain in her left great toe. Vitals are within normal limits. She has a five-year history of type 2 diabetes mellitus managed with glypizide. She reports various drug allergies. Surgical history is remarkable for appendectomy two years ago, hysterectomy seven years ago for symptomatic uterine fibroids, nasal surgery nine years ago for strider, and anterior cruciate ligament repair 17 years ago. Physical examination shows marked tenderness, erythema, and swelling of the first metatarsophalangeal joint of the left foot. Arthrocentesis is performed and shown below. Which of the following pharmacologic agents is most appropriate acute management? Choice A, acetaminophen. Choice B, allopurinol. Choice C, colchicine. Choice D, indomethacin. Choice E, prednisone. Choice F, rispericase. This is actually a very difficult clip for me to make because we could literally talk for 35 minutes about gout, but I want to stay concise. So it's a matter of making this clip as short as possible for you because there's a couple tricks that you need to know, and I'm going to focus on that, okay? I'm going to focus on that short factoid infusion for you rather than giving you an extended oral presentation about gout and everything you need to know, okay? So concisely, when we treat acute gout, acute gout, meaning the patient right now has an episode, we could use first line, as per the literature, an NSAID such as indomethacin, prednisone, steroids, corticosteroids, or colchicine, a microtubule inhibitor. In a vacuum, meaning you get no other information in the USMLE even yet. Just dude, gal, has acute gout right now. What do we give? Answer, indomethacin, okay? For this question, indomethacin, wrong fucking answer. But in a vacuum, you should just know as at least a preliminary point that indomethacin is the most frequently drug administered in acute gout, okay? So indomethacin and NSAID, prednisone, steroids, or colchicine are all appropriate for acute gout. If you have to choose and you have no other information, choose endomethacin. Chronic gout now, between episodes, okay? The patient right now does not have an episode. It's between episodes. First line, we use xanthine oxidase inhibitors, such as allopurinol or febuxostat. Second line, and there's so much we can talk about. We can use uricosuric, such as probenicid, sulfonpyrazone. There's even more distal tertiary treatments such as the urate oxidase analogs, okay, rarely used, rispericase, peglodicase. Now, focusing on the tricks you need to know. Indomethacin is going to be the wrong fucking answer in this case because this patient has history of SAMTER triad, S-A-M-T-E-R, also known as NSAID-induced reactive airway disease, okay? So SAMTER triad is nasal polyps, NSAID-induced hypersensitivity, NSAID-induced asthma. The latter two kind of sound like they're one of the same, I know, but that's your triad, your SAMTER triad, NSAID-induced airway disease. History of nasal surgery for Strider, it's like, oh, wow, like that's our nasal polyps, okay? Various drug allergies. We're going to avoid endomethacin in this patient for that reason, okay? Now, why indomethacin? Why not another NSAID like diclofenic, keterolac, naproxen? You can, by all means, use those NSAIDs. It's just indomethacin apparently has another ancillary or auxiliary function 
of decreasing neutrophilic chemotaxis, okay? So it's just more of a habit uh, in the literature that indomethacin tends to be used, but we can use other NSAIDs. I should make a quick, important, tangential note that patients on daily aspirin, low-dose aspirin, is actually a risk factor for gout, okay? Low-dose aspirin can cause gout. There's a 2CK question floating around where they mention a patient who's on uh, aspirin and has a, an acute episode, and the answer was indomethacin, okay? Once again, it's not the answer here, but I'm just telling you, super high-dose aspirin, e.g., or i.e. over 1.2 grams can actually be used as a treatment for acute gout. So super high dose aspirin, you're in a village somewhere, you have no other drugs, you can load the patient up on aspirin, obviously terrible for the kidneys, but you could do it to treat acute gout. Just we don't want to use aspirin usually, okay? Low doses can cause gout. Now, going back to the focus of this question here, we're going to avoid the NSAID and methicillin in this patient because of the Samter triad. We would also, we're also going to avoid prednisone here because the patient has diabetes and that's going to spike the glucose levels. It's not that prednisone is overtly contraindicated. You can, by all means, use steroids in patients who have diabetes. But when we're talking about choosing between the NSAID, the steroid, and colchicine in this patient, we just talked about why we avoid the NSAID. And then we're going to avoid the prednisone simply because we don't want to spike the patient's sugar levels. Okay? And then Colchicine is the correct answer. We can use colchicine in this patient. Now, we would avoid both colchicine and NSAIDs in patients who have renal insufficiency. If they tell you Samter triad, like I did here, and let's say I also told you the, told you the patient has a creatinine of 1.6 or 2.0, normal should be about 1, 0.7 to 1.2. But if I gave you an elevated creatinine or elevated blood urea nitrogen, uh, colchicine and, and the indomethacin, both wrong answers, okay? You give steroids to patient with renal insufficiency or history of renal transplant, okay? Colchicine, indomethacin, uh, avoid in renal insufficiency. So those are some points, you, those are some acute points you need to know, all right? Those are your mini tricks, at least for the moment. Uh, we avoid the, avoid the NSAID and Samter triad, and you avoid both the NSAID and colchicine and renal insufficiency. Avoid prednisone in patients who have uh, diabetes, okay, uh, in order to avoid spiking their sugar levels. And so if I only gave you a patient with diabetes and gout, nothing else, we could just go with indomethacin here, okay? Now, Acetaminophen, it's just not the answer. Acetaminophen is not an anti-inflammatory. It's a central act, a centrally acting COX inhibitor. So that might, it's a bit confusing, but acetaminophen, because it's not peripherally acting, it's not anti-inflammatory, it's merely an antipyretic, okay, and can be used for pain, but does not decrease peripheral uh, inflammation. Allopurinol, we said it's the wrong answer because that's used for a chronic out. If we were to ask um, after we treat this acute episode, what do we give between attacks? Answer is allopurinol or febuxostat, okay? Respiracase, we said we avoid that because that's a urate, urate oxidase analog, and that's going to cleave uric acid directly. Very rare to use for acute gout, uh, but usually for uh, to prevent tumor lysis syndrome, okay? That's our mini discussion here. We can make this a very extended rheumatology discussion, compare it to all 
different diagnoses of the joints, okay? And when we use certain medications beyond what I talked about, but I don't want to make this a 27-minute clip, all right? So I'm obviously going to make other content. If you liked this, subscribe to my channel, and I appreciate your time. That's it.